This I Work For Him podcast is brought to you by the Pocket Testament League. Visit ptl.org for practical resources and encouragement to help you share your faith. ptl.org. Welcome to I Work For Him as we broadcast today from Scottsdale, Arizona, courtesy of Pinnacle Forum. As we're on location at their national headquarters, love for you to check them out. Pinnacleforum.com, pinnacleforum.com. Martha, the weather here in Scottsdale. The only difference between Scottsdale and Tampa and Fort Myers is that it's the same temperature. It's the water. Water. There's water in the air in Florida and in the ground in Florida. And here there's no water anywhere. (laughs) No, we found some at the grocery store in a bottle. We we did find water in a grocery store. It kind of makes you panic. I know you talk about this often. You're like, they get their water from another state. You know, it could run out. All water down here borrowed from Colorado. Oh, But you know what? A lot of people must be able to get over that, Jim, because they're here (laughs) and enjoying this beautiful state. And it is really fun to see something other than flatness. Yeah, there's mountains everywhere. Flatness, is that a word? Mountains, and there's cactus, and we've seen... You know, all kinds of dangerous animals. While we're here. It's crazy. So just want to encourage our listeners, hey, go west sometime and and uh, enjoy the country that God has given us. And I'm just excited for today's show. Bring water with you when you come. <laughs> all right. Shout out all over Tampa Bay, all over Jacksonville, the First Coast, all over Hampton Roads, Virginia, and all over Northwest Georgia on Grace Radio. So thankful that you guys have tuned in. Hey, like I said, on the road in Scottsdale, Arizona, courtesy of the Pinnacle Forum, you know, it was inspired by Dr. Bill Bright, the founder of Campus Crusade for Christ International. He challenged a bunch of, uh, of Christian business owners in, t- in Arizona to say, hey, you've got influence. Why don't you use your influence to impact the culture? Mm-hmm. And that's where Pinnacle Forum started. The vision of Pinnacle Forum is to see influential leaders execute their God-given purpose and foster a flourishing, God-honoring culture. Imagine if the United States of America even represented a flourishing, half-God-honoring culture. It would just be a huge, huge progress in the first right direction so later on in the show today we're going to hear from guy rogers the ceo and president of pinnacle forum but we're going to start off with a pinnacle forum partner len munsell he happens to be the president of arizona christian university maybe you're looking for a place to send your kids this next fall and you've been waiting too long it's not too late you can get set up with them arizona christian.edu arizona christian.edu len munsell welcome to i work for him thank you jim Great to be with you. A little plug for you. Let's want to make sure we give yeah. a plug. All right, so <laughs> get it out of the way. Well, well, that's right. That's right. So here's the question for you. We always ask this question of every person that comes on I Work Friend. The very first question is, how did you become a Jesus follower? I came to faith in Christ uh, as a teenager. Uh, I, I went to a fairly liberal church that had an evangelical Sunday school teacher, and uh, every er, at the end of every. Uh, 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 Sunday class, he would uh, lead us in the sinner's prayer, and every week I prayed it to make sure. And, uh, <laughs> um, and uh, you know, it's been a, an amazing journey of walking with God. Uh, I, I would say I didn't have a lot of discipleship from uh, from that point on until really I got into college. I was at Arizona State University, a secular school. I was in the journalism program. I ended up wow. as, ended up as the editor of the daily newspaper, and I was under a lot of pressure because I was publicly conservative. It was during the Reagan years, and uh, was writing provocative editorials and and uh, uh, and I, I kept having people say they were praying for me um, and ended up getting in a network of really sold out followers of Jesus. That was the point in my life in my early twenties when I began to read the Word every day 
mm-hmm. it was as if God was speaking through his word. He was. Um, mm-hmm. And something that I had read that day would happen to me on campus, uh, and I would go, oh, okay, God, you're, you're actually real. You're actually active. You're actually speaking into my life now. And, uh, and uh, it's been uh, one of those people that I was involved in the program with became my wife, and we raised eight children together, and uh, she was actually my boss. She was the editor of the newspaper before I was. <laughs> and uh, and so together we've had this incredible illegal, journey. isn't it, to marry the Yeah, boss I know that them. today it would be, you know, I, I was like, I, I'm part of the Me Too movement. I mean, that was <laughs> my, That's a but, whole other show. <laughs> but uh, it, it, it is. But, um, but no, she's uh, phenomenal. I'm married way over my head, and we've raised a big family, and mm-hmm. it's just been an amazing journey uh, with the Lord. Lots of ups and downs and trials and challenges, and God is faithful. Martha. So tell us then um, if you, um, because you were fortunate enough to really, um, uh, your faith came alive in some of the most important right. years of our life, as you now know, working in, in um, university. But t- did you ever have to learn about it connecting your faith and your work, or did that just seem natural to you? It seemed almost uh, automatic for me. Okay. And so it was during that time while I was in journalism school. Uh, and, and as I graduated, I knew that I wanted to do something that mattered for the kingdom. Uh, and I wanted uh, influence and I wanted the ability to speak uh, with, with the credentials and the articulation uh, to be able to present a God perspective on, on everything. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it was because of that I went to law school, also at Arizona State University, the Sandra Day O'Connor College of Law. And uh, and went from there into a world of you know pro life, pro family, and it was it was really mm-hmm. it was the it was the issues that I cared about, and I wanted to see a God perspective taken on the issues that were happening in our culture, in our country, uh, and I wanted the the credibility to be able to speak to them with authority. And so I went went to law school, got my law degree, um, clerked for a federal judge for a couple of years, and then really have spent a thirty um, a, a thirty year career. Um, as an attorney in the world of of conservative Christian pu- public policy engagement, uh, and and uh, there's a landmine there. Yeah, well, it is, and uh, um, and I got a lot to say about that. I've written a lot about it, <laughs> uh-huh. but but uh, God took me. Uh, I feel like eight and a half years ago from the front lines of these battles that we're engaged mm-hmm. in right now as to who we are as a people, what we believe. Uh, onto into the supply lines uh, as the leader of a of a small little university uh, and and really trying to present a vision for it to become a significant influencer of young people um, in the direction of following God with their lives. So, as the president of Arizona Christian University, how many students do you have? We have about eight hundred students right now on campus. You got some online. What do you? We have just a few online. We're mostly a traditional campus, and and we really, frankly, we we. There were uh, about 400 when I came, and uh, we, we hit capacity at the campus that mm-hmm. we were at. So as I was sharing before the show, we had this amazing miracle that's just happened where we now have a much larger campus as the result of a swap that we did with Arizona State University. And uh, God miraculously has provided us with a 68-acre campus with a huge library, huge commons area. We can, we can immediately triple um, our uh, enrollment, the number of students who can live on campus, wow. um, and it's an absolute miracle of God because we were we were really stuck in terms of we hit about 600 to 650 traditional students. We were out of parking, 
you know, the neighbors were starting to get upset. We didn't, you know, we didn't have enough classroom space. Mm -hmm. So this is a real miracle uh, that's happened. But we believe the growth has happened because of our vision. The vision of the university is transforming culture with truth. It's the title of a book that I wrote that describes the core commitments of the university. And what I've told people for decades, uh, going back to the time you mentioned Bill Bright and Mm -hmm. and, uh, hearing about uh, uh, his vision for engagement in the cultures of influence, uh, mm-hmm. the, the, the mountains of influence, the spheres of influence in our culture. Um, my vision when I came to ACU was already that we want to be the seven AC, mountains. Arizona University. Christian University. Arizona Christian University. We want to be the seven mountains university. We want to be the place that if you want to go into any field of influence in our culture, we're going to ground you biblically. Every student gets 18 hours of biblical studies. So they all have a, a, a deep grounding in the word of God. Um, but we're going to train you to go into government. We, we're going to train you to go into medicine. We're going to train you to go into business. We're going to train you to go Shift into education. degree programs and all those things. In every area, that was the first thing that I did when I got to this Bible college, is I said, which, area, which, which spheres of influence, which mountains mm-hmm. of influence do we not have a degree program for? And we went and got accredited to offer those degree so programs. So it started as just a straight Bible college, and now you're a, actually a seven-mountain college. Correct. Wow. Yeah. wow. Intentionally. A, intentionally, with a comprehensive Christian liberal arts uh, perspective that we take. So we have a, a, a unique core curriculum, and it combines, it integrates the 18 hours of Bible, so every student graduates with a minor in biblical studies, with um, a significant number of humanities courses that teach our students to understand the history of ideas, how man has grappled with ideas throughout history, with God, without God, integrated with biblical truth so they're studying the classics Mm -hmm. uh at the same time that they're studying the old testament and and so they're looking at the world through god's perspective and then looking at how man has has grappled with great ideas Mm. since the beginning of time on today's show we're talking with len munsell he's the president of arizona christian university this is something to pay attention if you've got a student that's looking for a bible college that will give them a whole lot more than bible and it would prepare them to i work for him I mean, go ahead. Yeah, really. And, I'm, I and keep interrupting. I know he, he's not letting me talk. Go ahead. I'm going to talk, talk right now. So, but for somebody who's really struggled with this as a student, a lot of kids are, you know, like, well, I kind of, I want to learn more Bible, but I really, really like accounting, or I really feel called to the medical right. world. You kind of are answering that question. Absolutely, and we send the message to our students from the day they walk in to Arizona Christian University that. As a follower of Jesus Christ, you're in full-time ministry, no matter what you do vocationally. And so they have that message, and we talk to them specifically about the seven mountains of influence. And what is God calling you to do? Um, we, you know, as, as a, you know we, we've, we, in the last two years, for the first time in our 60-year history, we've been ranked as a best college by U.S. News & World Report. So mm. we have all of the— Congratulations. We, well, thank you. We have all of the secular accreditation, but what we're doing— is really, I tell people, you were the you were the heirs, the educational and spiritual heirs of the founders of Harvard and Yale and Princeton schools that began to train Christians, mm-hmm. specifically believers in Christ, to go into all the world and be influencers. And this last year, when I came eight years ago, and you got to understand, education and educational institutions take time to move yes, and do. transition. And so, like cement, right, on so, a cold day. They so don't know we, what that is in Arizona. Cold, we, well, we, cold yeah, night. Not, cold not nights, often. maybe. Yeah. It's in the in Tucson this year. <laughs> yeah. So we started a political science program and a, and a pre-law program and we, and uh, biology and pre-med. 
Um, so we started some things that had not been in place at this little Bible mm-hmm. college in the, in the past. And this fall, our, one of our first uh, graduates out of the political science pre-law program is starting at Harvard Law School. Wow. Now, how many small colleges under 1,000 students can say that? So I want people to understand this is a place where you can go anywhere from yeah. and get the grounding. And w- what I tell parents is all the things that we poured into our kids, um, when you come to Arizona Christian University, the culture's still there. It's, still, it's as far away as their phone, mm-hmm. as their smartphone. Um, but what you're going to get at Arizona Christian University is a faculty and a staff and administration committed to affirming the truths that you've poured into your kids from the time they were born. That's what we do. And does it guarantee anything? No, because they get free will. Mm-hmm. But by being at Arizona Christian University, they're going to be surrounded by other believers in Christ. And our model is iron sharpens iron. Lots of Christian universities invite anyone to come in and they you know, hope some Bible rubs off or they get saved in chapel. That's great. I'm, I'm happy for them. I'm glad they're doing what we're doing. That's not what we're doing. Mm-hmm. We're taking followers of Jesus mm-hmm. who want their lives to count for the kingdom, and we're going deep with them. We're putting them in an environment where their Christian beliefs in a hostile culture are going to be supported. And our tagline is courageously Christian. We want them to be bold. We don't want them to go shrink away. The thing that I am the most upset about that I've heard over the last three decades in the body of Christ is that things are inevitably headed downhill. And the best thing we can do as Christians is go hide somewhere, hunker down, and hope that the culture passes us by. <laughs> and that is absolute madness. Mm-hmm. It's nowhere in well, Scripture. Well, we know it's madness now because we lost. Well, well exactly. And, and so... You know, we've been on a we've been on a sixty year losing streak when it comes to you know the influence of Christ in the culture until the last three so, months. So read the Old Testament, mm-hmm. and it's the whole, it's the story of of the people of God turning back to Him and then falling away, turning back to Him and falling away. We're in a period where our people are falling away. That does not mean that tomorrow is not the day that God begins to pour out His Spirit and we see another awakening. And why not? Why not the greatest see, I, awakening I ever? I think we're there. I think I, we're, I think I we're already think, where people are coming back to God. Yeah. I, I mean, you look in the last three months, we've had more pro-life legislation right. in support of living yes. in the last three months yeah. than we have in 45 years. But yet there, people's perspective is they see the negative. Right. They see the one decision. Well, well it's because they watch the right. news at night. <laughs> right. Turn the stupid TV well, off. And, All right, Len, I, we, got, we, got, we have so little time and we have to to run through this, this is you play in an edu- you play in the academia, the, the mm-hmm. world of academia, which is decidedly hateful towards yes. Jesus. Yeah, and you, in fact, you just did a deal with the largest public mm-hmm. university in the country. Yeah, so talk to us about you guys are being successful growing a small Bible college to be a seven mountain. It's almost what, yeah. would you call yourself a liberal arts we're, college? We're, now? We, are a, we are a Christian liberal arts university okay. that yeah. is conservative, a Bible college that is decidedly conservative theologically okay. and culturally. And it's covenantal, which means you're asking people to say, are you a Jesus follower right. or not? Because we want Jesus followers here who want right. to explode in their faith when they're in the university. Right. And we've gone from, from less than 10% when I got there to about 45% minority. So we are giving conservative mm-hmm. biblical, foundational truth to many first-generation college students um, who've never heard some of these things before. They've put their faith in Christ, but they've not been discipled. And so this is a very unique place. And I love that. And I'm excited about it. Here's what I'm excited about. Okay, so you guys have figured out how to do it. You guys have figured out how to make the model of a Bible school apply to the Seven Mountains and make it, because all the kids want to know, they want relevancy. Today, they want to know, how is my faith relevant to the world today? Right. You've done that That's with a model that speaks about. into the seven mountains. Mm-hmm. 
How are you multiplying that? Because there are thousands of Bible schools around yeah. the Bible colleges around this country. I don't know how many there are, but there are, I'm sure there's thousands, and they are struggling. They're on the struggle bus. Yeah. They're losing land. They're losing yeah. property. They're shutting their doors. Look, I don't know how bit, there, how fast it is, but it's fast. There are massive headwinds against higher education generally right now. Okay, and um, and so and you know we're part of that. I mean this this move for us is a huge move for us because mm-hmm. it gives us opportunities we never had before. I connect with many of the other, you know, faithful conservative Christian university presidents, uh, and I think a lot of us have a vision for engaging with each other in a more significant way. Mm-hmm. And many of us, I, I, I really don't you mean care collaboration? about collaboration. Well, beyond that, I, I really don't care. I'm not into institution building for my benefit. This right. is about the kingdom of God. It's so much bigger than Arizona Christian University, and what we want to be a part. We want to be a part of a movement of God. When I shared my. Uh, my charge to the graduates a, a couple of weeks ago at, at commencement, um, I wrapped up by saying this. I said, this, this really is my charge to you. Do not settle for anything other than a major move of God in your generation during your life. Mm-hmm. And, and that really is what Arizona Christian University wants to be part of. I, you know, I want to be part of this. I, I spread this message among other conservative Christian college presidents because I think we need to stick together. We need to network. There are, ba- there are challenges to our ability to teach biblical truth in the classroom at a Christian university yeah. today. Uh, some states worse than others. So we've had these conversations, but I, I think we need to look to form a network of these universities, and maybe we're connected even more formally than, than, a, than a loose coalition. All those discussions are, are being held right now uh, because this is important. When you look at where our country is today and the secularization of our culture, and you look at what the proselytization that's gone on in higher education over the last 60 years, that's why we are where we are today. That's why so many uh, young people today think socialism right. is a good thing rather than something yeah. that will lead to death and misery. Because they won't read about so, it. They won't read the truth about it. The, so let me just go to this for just a quick second. So with all that you have in the last eight and a half years, God has led you to help lead this institution in this way. Um, you're busy. And yet you find time in your schedule to attend a Pinnacle Forum. Mm. Tell us about that um, in before we go to the break and just um, why you decided to do that and what kind of impact right. it's making. Well, first of all, Pinnacle Forum, you know, was, was birthed here in Arizona. So mm-hmm. I was an original partner, you know, ah, decades ago at okay. this point. Um, and uh, I've watched the organization develop over time. I got reengaged when Guy Rogers uh, got involved uh, okay. to, to lead the organization. And he reached out. We'd been involved in some political battles together many years ago. And uh, when I saw Pinnacle Forum move in the direction that I was already working in. Mm-hmm. I mean, at, you know, at Arizona Christian University, we have a big uh, display right in front of our gymnasium on our old campus that we're going to move to our new campus that's, that talks about the seven mountains of influence. Mm-hmm. I mean, a big visible display that the students look at every day where we honor people that have been followers of Christ in leadership in the different mountains of influence. We do, wow. it's called the Daniel Award for Courageous Public Faith. Oh. And our first recipient was President George W. Bush. Um, in the mm. field of government. And then we gave one to Franklin Graham in the area of ministry, uh, Michael W. Smith in arts and entertainment, mm-hmm. David and Barbara Green, the, the owners of Hobby Lobby in the world of business, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, Dr. James Dobson in the area of family. And they've mm-hmm. all of those that I just mentioned have come to Arizona Christian University, and we've celebrated them and honored them for their leadership. So we point to this to our students to say, these are people who have done that. 
And, and so when I saw the Pinnacle Forum begin talking about the seven mountains of influence, begin talking about, you know, in so many ways, the, the Pinnacle Forum uh, purpose and mission lines up with Arizona Christian University. Mm-hmm. They're talking about leaders in different fields going into the world, into uh, influential places. We are looking at the same thing at the student level preparing students to go into those same areas of influence in our culture. And we need to multiply this a thousand times over in our country because I love your intentionality. So, Guy, one of the things, I'm a very um, show-me-what-it-looks-like kind of person. Draw me a picture. Draw me a picture. Tell and our me listeners every know, detail. Our, the listeners know this Write about Write it me. down on a list. <laughs> so, wow, you're sounding a little irritated about that right now. Um, but I am really wanting our listeners to hear, um, if they've been listening the last couple of days, they've gotten a little bit of a touch over what Pinnacle Forum is about, but what does an actual meeting look like? You know, what do you have a secret handshake? Do they have to, you know, what it, no, but really, seriously, what is it that um, they would expect in a meeting? So let me begin with by saying we have a, what we call 4E strategy, encourage, equip, engage, and execute. It's just, it's described on our website. Say it again. Encourage, equip, engage, and execute. Okay. So encourage each other, equip each other, engage the culture, execute strategies for cultural transformation. Mm. I'm giving you the very short, truncated. Yes. Sure. So what happens in a forum is there are three elements to a forum, which don't happen in every single forum every time it meets because things happen in forums. Some things take longer than others. But generally speaking, over the course of, a, say, a year in a forum, you'll see the first thing we call a check-in. This is where we actually use a form for this, where each person who participates assesses themselves, rates themselves in different areas of life. You know, how am I doing in these areas of life? And then we, we talk about, you know, areas where we really need a prayer, mm-hmm. you know, areas we may be struggling in, areas we may have a challenge in. This is where a lot of the encouragement happens. Okay. It's not strictly there, but this is where a lot of the encouragement happens in our forum. Then we do what I call the study. And, you know, there are a lot of groups that do this. Um, But we don't have a prescribed curriculum for our forums. We have a menu of options that many of our forums choose that are categorized by topic, all geared towards leadership, whether it's apologetics and worldview, leadership development, uh, character transformation, spiritual transformation, whatever. And this this is really not so much about information download as it is about creating facilitated discussion. So, for instance, uh, last summer in one of my forums, we were, we were studying Dallas Willard's book, uh, Revolution of Character, which anybody who knows Dallas Willard knows that's not superficial Christianity. And I asked the question, what's the greatest fear you're wrestling with that's keeping you from doing what you know God would have you do with your life? That's a deep dive. Mm-hmm. And it was interesting how that played out in the forum. And, and so it was less about what did the chapter teach us and more about what can we draw from this and how it relates to us. And it was interesting, half a dozen guys shared, and they all had different experiences, but there was a common theme, fear of failure. Mm. Fear of failure. All of them. Now, what about, have you, I mean, you've got men's groups, you've got ladies' groups, and you have one co-ed group across the country. The ladies, because they approach problems differently. They look at things differently. Women just think differently. How have you, what have you been hearing out of those groups? Well, we encourage them to, to kind of use the same format. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we have the, 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 do the check-in, do the equip part, um, and do engage and execute, which I'll get to in a moment. Yes. Um, but you're right. I hear feedback on how they kind of approach things a little differently. 
And that's one of the, I think, one of the geniuses of Pinnacle Forum is that we don't have a prescribed set. Everybody does it exactly the same way. Mm -hmm. Now, that can be a weakness as well because if you're not careful, things kind of can go all over the place. So I like to describe it this way. We create a, a, a plan that it's like a football field. We have sidelines, end zones, yard markers, and that's where the forum should operate. But then s some forums will do more like a, a spread offense, or some forums will do more like a, a, a pro-style offense. So there's things that happen that are unique to each forum. Because, and I'll tell you, I lens in one of my forums. And we do things a little differently in that forum with some of the things we do than in the other forum I do. Because mm -hmm. there's different groups of guys. Right. It allows for that uniqueness to happen. And then the last part of the forum, and this is what I think makes us the most distinctive, is the engage culture and execute strategies. Mm -hmm. We actually use a tool called a cultural impact plan. I think I mentioned that in one of our early, uh, earlier yep. uh, shows. And um, we're in the process in lens form right now of each of us going through and, and sharing their cultural impact plan. And what that does is it helps the person get greater clarity and focus. Sometimes it helps them discover really that is what God has, has for me to do. But what I also find is it helps us learn to understand each other better. Mm. You see things that come out of these that you go, I don't know, I've been in a forum with you for 18 months. I did not know that about you. Mm -hmm. so, so that's what happens in our forums. And so it's designed for that personal growth and transformation by doing life together. And then how do we be intentional about being cultural change agents? And, and really that perfect person for a forum. And, and you've got an application for people to find, figure out whether they're going to be a great partner or not. But it's that person that has some well, – why don't you just describe Use your words. Describe the person that's perfect for it to be a partner in Pinnacle Forum. Well, as I said in a previous show, I, I look at three characteristics. Number one, do they have a leadership track record? Right. Number two, do they want to walk on with the Lord? You know, there's a lot of Christians, let's face it, they like to sit in church, sit on their hands, they got their fire insurance paid. That's not the kind of leaders we're looking for. That's yeah, not really Christianity either. <laughs> well, we're, we're looking for leaders who they want to walk on and they want to do life together with, with other leaders. And then the third is, do they sense a need, or even, even to the point of feeling a compulsion, that we as Christian leaders have got to step forward and be more visible, more influential, in the, in the workplace, in the culture, than was the case in the past with respect to Christians in America. Excellent. Uh, and they can find out more about that by going to PinnacleForum.com. Right, and they can email me, uh, guy.rogers, R-O-D-G-E-R-S, guy.rogers at PinnacleForum.com. Perfect. I love it, and I love the guests that you've lined up for this, this week, and, and the conversation we're having today about Arizona Christian University guy, that one's fabulous, you, you, home run. Thanks for jumping in here, giving us a little picture of Pinnacle Forum. Thank you, Guy Rogers. Thank you. Mm -hmm. All right, now we're back to, what, what, what do you want? Oh, wait, what do you want to make sure we do? Okay, Martha's giving, Martha's giving me hands. Oh, his microphone. You want to make sure we talk. To, right? <laughs> I don't know. Me hands I don't we don't usually do that have well. to do that. Hey, we're talking with Len Munsell here at Arizona Christian University. Right, you, and can, you couldn't hear all my responses when Guy was talking about no, our. We forum. had your microphone oh, shut off. Mic he, he paid okay. us yes. to turn right. your mic off. Yeah. No. <laughs> You're the president of the university. You always get to talk. Right now, yeah. You're at our mercy. Yep, right, definitely. All right. So here's the question I want to I want to ask. You said, okay, you came on eight and a half years ago, you had a Bible school, but Bible college, and now you have a Christian university. And you said you're feeding into the seven mountains. Mm -hmm. I want to know the degree programs that you've got yeah. that are feeding into those seven mountains. So the first thing that we did was we created uh, a set of core commitments as a university. And one of those core commitments, and that, that's, what, that's what my book is about. Uh, and the name of your book again? The name of my book is Transforming Culture with Truth, and it's on Amazon.com. Um, so one of our core commitments is Arizona Christian University shall 
prepare students to be leaders of influence in their community, state, nation, and world through the church, the family, business, government, education, healthcare, media, the arts, and every area of society. And so in the chapter of the book, I talk about being salt and light and say that's every follower of Christ is called to be salt and light. Um, the scripture says that when the righteous increase or become influential, the people rejoice, all the people, not mm-hmm. just the people who know God. Yeah. Um, but when a wicked man rules, the people groan. And so the idea is that we flourish when society is built around truthful principles that come from God. And so we know the truth of God. So we call our students to seek positions of influence, to, to seek out and to, and to go into areas of culture that need leaders who understand who God is and how God can guide and direct the way that we do business, that, that contracts should be honored, that people um, should follow biblical principles, of that em- employers should care about the people who work for them. Um, and, and so there are principles that are applicable that we teach in our, in our business school. You asked specifically about the, about the programs. So when you look at the, at the church mountain, Obviously, the core of the school over 60 years was its program in biblical studies. Mm -hmm. So we still prepare pastors. In fact, one of our students who graduated from biblical studies this year is going to Duke Divinity School for for, uh, his Mm -hmm. next degree. Many go on to other seminaries. You just talked about how you came from an ultra-conservative background, and you're sending a kid off to Duke? Right. Which is the the most liberal university in the country. We're sending somebody who's on fire with the Lord, who's grounded in biblical mm-hmm. truth but you're gonna, into that world you're going to talk to that guy Absolutely. every week right to encourage that, him right because he's in he's in i mean it's not just <laughs> he's got some great mentors it's a fiery furnace okay. shadrach yeah. meshach and abednego have you. nothing on the duke university well, but, kid. but you know honestly you say duke the, theology school that's our culture right now anywhere yeah. these kids go when they leave yep. the campus of arizona christian university in all likelihood they're going to face those types of attacks on their faith which is why at this critical age of 18 to 22 23 years old we are there affirming what they know to be true and providing them with the resources, the grounding, the education, and the support that they're going to have uh, other, they're going to have, we call it the fire, our, our team name is the Firestorm, which I think is prophetic because <laughs> I think around this university, there will be a firestorm as yeah. we grow and as we become more influential. But we talk about the Firestorm family and reaching out and building. We had students from 23 countries and 32 states at Arizona Christian University last year. Um, And so they're developing networks around the country and around Mm -hmm. the world of other people who have been through this educational system, who've been grounded in the truth of God and prepared well for a life of influence. Okay, so that's Um, one of the... So you got two minutes to go through the rest of them. Biblical studies and Christian ministries. Uh, In education, we have a very strong education program uh, uh, for teacher training. Uh, Business is our largest degree program right now. Uh, So we have a business administration. We have a biology degree for those that are going into the business of healthcare. Um, And pre-med, we have students now graduating from medical school that that came through a biology program that didn't exist eight years ago. Wow. uh, government through our political science, pre-law, and criminal justice programs. Uh, the Media Mountain, we have a degree in communication uh, and journalism, broadcast journalism, digital media. Arts and entertainment through our music program. We turn out some of the best worship leaders and worship bands mm-hmm. in the country out of, out of Arizona Christian University. And we have a, a, a film studies program. This is a Baptist school that 40 years ago said, don't go to movies. Right. We created a film studies program, and we're teaching conservative Christian kids to make movies that lift people up instead of tearing awesome. them down. There's some and people then, saying, right? Yeah, okay, go ahead. And then the family. 
um, we have a very strong program in behavioral health, family studies, and psychology um, that was accredited, led by people who believe in biblical counseling and biblical yeah. truth. But that families are, that are also helping about to prepare families, building strong families. How are you helping these kids to understand the power of marriage and the power of raising kids in the same way? Do you, are you feeding into those two? <laughs> Absolutely, but we do that through so many things that many of which happen in the classroom, but many happen outside the classroom. Chapel is required at okay. Arizona Christian University. We're not quite where Harvard was in the in the 17th century, where you were expected to be at prayer publicly, you know, three times a day. Um, but we have chapel that's required twice a week. Uh, and uh, and we have speakers who come in and talk about the significance of marriage and family and having children. Excellent. Uh, and but so, they don't have classes like that. They don't have a marriage and family and children Oh, absolutely. In class. Yeah, that's, sure. that's part of the family studies program. And, and, but that and applies the, to everybody, though. Health. But that applies to everybody. Martha keeps giving me the look. Be nice to this guy. <laughs> I'm like, but everybody's got the chance to get married and have kids. They all need to learn it, not just in one degree Oh, absolutely. Program. Yeah, yeah. I'm just making sure that we hit no, all this stuff. Well, all right, well, I, we're on, I talk about When it. we come back, lots more and I work for him with Len Munsell. He is turning the world of education upside down, Christian education with a purpose, Christian education with relevancy, getting our kids graduated so they're prepared to live out I work for him every day. In fact, they actually have a song. It starts with, I-ho, I-ho. I work for him, I go, or something like that every day. They sing that song. <laughs> I work for him. It's like, that's what they do each and every day. Martha, before the conversation and in the last segment, I was arguing with Len about what are they doing for the family? Why don't you help Len with this one? Because I wasn't really attacking. <laughs> no, I, was I, trying. I know you're the antagonist. You're just trying to get it out there. I think the point is that what you guys are doing is so different from what we're hearing elsewhere, right. you know? And so we want to affirm that and yeah. we really want people to get it, that you are truly equipping them yeah. for life. So well, with this question Jim was mm -hmm. kind of pounding you with, you know, is yeah. how how did the students, when they leave there, what's their perspective on family and how have you so helped equip them? All I can take you to is that, so the Arizona Christian University core commitments, this is the foundational stuff. These are things in big block letters that are on the wall you know, uh -huh. I told you about the seven yes. mountains of influence, and we've got our Daniel Award winners, and we explain how to be influencers. Next to that is another big display of our core commitments. These are things that are taught inside and outside the classroom and in our community. So let me just, let me just give you another one of the things that's up on the okay. wall and see if this sounds like any other university you're aware of. One of our core commitments is to influence, engage, and transform the culture with truth by promoting the biblically informed values that are foundational to Western civilization, including, number one, the centrality of family, number two, traditional sexual morality, and lifelong marriage between one man and one woman, number three, the sanctity of human life, mm. and it goes on from there. So th every faculty member signs this every year. Every staff member says, I agree with this, and I'm going to affirm it, whether I'm a custodian, uh, a worker in the fields, uh, a food service worker in the in the dining hall, uh, or whether I'm a faculty member or administrator or a coach of one of the athletic teams, I agree with this. And in my discipleship of students, I'm going to affirm these basic principles. Wow! So, um, so it's so much broader than just what happens in the curriculum in in the classroom. These are core. And by the way, um, the very first class that students take in their first semester. They have to read this book, and they Which have to walk transforming through. transforming culture with truth. Right. That's how you make sure you they sell to, them all. They have to walk <laughs> through <laughs> buy a copy in the book. first Do you give semester. them a good deal or By the a way, typical Christian bookstore? No, it's, you know, the, it's, it's 10 bucks, and okay, I don't right. get a dime, and okay. I, I never have. I wrote this for the university. Yeah. At all. It, it actually goes into the scholarship fund. Excellent. So, so, um, 
So the, they read this, and they have a, the first class that every student takes, and they take it together. Talks about the covenants of the university, the expectations from a behavioral standpoint, um, and what are what are our core commitments as a university? And these are the core commitments. And they walk through these things. They read this chapter. They discuss it in class. And as one of our uh, big old football players said a few years ago, there's nowhere to hide here. That you, we pursue you with God's truth. Mm. And so they have to engage with these ideas. They can't hide in the back and, and make their way through Arizona Christian University with nobody noticing that they were there in the back of the room right. taking the test. This is outstanding. You know, this is putting they have me, to talk. This is putting me back 30 plus years to <gasps> when we were in college. And, um, you know, anytime like a, a freshman class, would people people lament, you know, oh, we have to learn about this and this and this. I can imagine because of the intentionality that we're hearing from you today, that that is not the atmosphere in that particular class for all of your freshmen. No, I think, um, and you know, part of it is that this is all a transition that's occurred just in the last few years. Right. We, we developed the, you know, I, I became president in the fall of 2010. We changed the name to ACU in 2011. We, uh, we uh, approved these core commitments in 2012. Then we spent two years developing the curriculum to align with these core commitments. Yeah. That began in 2014. We literally are graduating our first classes uh, that, that have been through, through this process. Right. Uh -huh. And it gets better every year. Sure. But part of it is, you know, students were coming, you know, to play baseball or to play football. Right. And they were followers of Christ. They, they, they met and they, they were qualified for admission. They didn't know they were getting this stuff, and it is absolutely transforming lives because they're going from, in many cases, I'm a follower of Christ, but I really, you know, I, I'm, you know, it, it's it's not the centerpiece. To we're surrounding them with everything that you do is about God hmm. uh, in in your life, and right. so it's changing lives in huge ways. Okay, but you're getting kids. I mean, your incoming freshman class in the fall. How big is it? It's going to be 250, 300. Okay, 250, 300 kids. 99.5% of them have never heard that their work matters to God. 99.5% of them yep. never heard a sermon yep. about the fact that Jesus was a business guy for 30 years before he became an itinerary preacher. 99.5% right. of them think that the only way they can really be in ministry is to be a pastor or a missionary. Correct. How do you overcome and get that crap out of the way, those lies yeah. out of the way, so you can speak truth in them? Because Seriously, we, what you guys are doing here is absolutely breathtaking. We, it's revolutionary. We, we debunked that in the very first few weeks of school for not only going through this book and the seven mountains of influence, but we talk about it in chapel. And, and I say exactly what I shared with you, that as a follower of Jesus Christ, you are in full-time ministry no matter what your vocation is. So do we absolutely love it when kids go on the mission field and become pastors and worship leaders? Absolutely. We've got a program for that. But if you're called into business and you want to make money because you want to, you want to provide jobs for people and you want to be able to pour back into the community and be generous, hopefully to the alma mater as well, then we've got a business program. <laughs> or the radio program you. highlighting the alma mater. And, and, <laughs> and if you want to go into government and you want to be um, you know, a, a, a person who stands for God's truth in this really hostile yeah. culture in a, in a really divisive. And one of the people say, you know, and young people particularly, they say, well, I'm just disillusioned and it's just so hostile and it's so everybody's just mad at each other all the time in the political realm. And we challenge them and we say, well, how's that going to change if people like you that have the fruits of the spirit, peace and patience and kindness and gentleness and self-control aren't willing to step into that arena? Uh, and be engaged with it. So, so in each area of influence, we're calling them to 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 take Christ into the culture. We have to figure out a way to multiply this a thousand times over in the country. But Amen. what you guys are doing is fantastic. I gotta we gotta go to the Pinnacle Forum.
We do. But if our listeners that are on the edge of oh. their seat and they have high schoolers that are thinking about a career, you know, what they're going to do next, they can go to the website, which is ArizonaChristian.edu and learn more about the school we've been talking about wow. here. Uh, next Absolutely. time we are in Arizona, we have got to come on, come on the campus. You got to see this place. And we got no, and we got to interview students. We got I mean, yeah. this, we got to do a whole day of this. Yeah. All right. So, all of this that we've talked about, which is super exciting. I'm so excited, Lynn Munsell. As president of Arizona Christian University, you saw the need to raise up the next generations of seven mountain changers that, that we can influence and change our culture. This all fits right in with the message, the mission, the vision of the Pinnacle Forum. Mm-hmm. Talk to us about how Pinnacle Forum is crucial to your leadership at Arizona Christian University. Well, it's, it's a phenomenal place to come together with other people who want their lives to count in the leadership positions that they have for the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. And, and what you see is, is the, um, you know, for me, um, the encouragement, the prayer, uh, the networking that occurs. You get to meet people that are in different areas that, and so many things touch on education. And again, because of what we're doing at Arizona Christian University, we're into all seven mountains of influence. We're not, it's not just, we're not just the educational mountain. You know, right. we're, you know, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I really come out of the government mountain right. uh, and, and, uh, uh, and, and the church mountain in a lot of ways. Um, and the intersection of those two. And then God stuck me on, the, on this educational institution, but we're doing, um, we're doing the things that I've been doing my whole life, which is, but we're preparing an army of young people. And I, you know, I'm, I'm in this for the next great awakening. Uh, I believe that there's another great awakening coming, coming. I think it could be the greatest awakening yet. And I want to be a part of it. And it's going to happen with young people. It's not going to happen with our generation. It's mm-hmm. going to be young people that catch fire. And so I want to do everything I can to facilitate a place where young people who love God and want their lives to count for the kingdom can come together and like iron sharpens iron, will create a firestorm of change in our culture. And the iron sharpened iron really connects with the pinnacle form concept yes, as well, because absolutely. you're in there with a group of people all leading in different, right, areas, in different areas, of influence. but you all desire to grow as that yeah. was one of the biggest things Guy said is people that, you know, aren't, they want to walk on, they want to grow, they want to yeah. um, become more of the leader that they're meant to be. All right. Last, you got a minute to go. I, I just, I want you to speak to the audience, tell them. As they're considering their kids or their grandkids or their great-grandkids looking for university, why should Arizona Christian University be at the top of their list? Well, again, I go back to if you want your life to count for the kingdom, and if you've got young people that love the Lord. Everything about your life. Come to to a place where no matter what you want to do in life, if you want to live a life of influence for the kingdom of God, Arizona Christian University has a program for you. And, uh, And by the way, I know you guys are from Florida. I was just in Tampa. It's beautiful. But you know what? Being in Arizona from August to May is a pretty good deal, yeah. no matter where in the country no, you're from. August. Um, How about so, from October so to May, well, pretty nice. You get to, August, September, August. a little rough. You, you, you get to, it's so when you get there and when you leave is the worst it's going to get. You yeah. know, most, and, and our kids are outside on campus all the time. And we have a beautiful new campus. It's grassy. It doesn't look like any of the pictures you've seen of Arizona. There's big wow. trees, there's grass, and, uh, and we know God is at work. Arizona Christian University. Find it online, arizonachristian.edu, arizonachristian.edu. I can't wait to come back and meet some of these students. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Len Munsell, the president of Arizona Christian University. Mm -hmm. Truly the fastest one hour we've had in a really, really long time. Check them out online, arizonachristian.edu. And thanks to Pinnacle Forum for hosting us today. Pinnacleforum.com, pinnacleforum.com. You know they have that virtual option. You can be a part of a Pinnacle Forum no matter where you are in the country. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers. Our workplace, it's our mission field, but ultimately, I I work work for him. him.